Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. So, Anthony, if I wanted to become a male escort, how what would you first recommend for me? Yeah, Cam needs to know, have some training in doing this. Really, it's not for everyone. Everyone can't do it. Um, there are some requirements, but you've seen me my, on a, my, you've you've seen our podcast. Would you say I'm a qualified candidate? <laughs> no, Cam. <laughs> I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times, and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a stand-up comic, a mime, and a Buddhist clown. Together we chat about sex on Mondays and Thursdays. And why do we do that, son? Well, <laughs> we what, why are you so... Why is that funny? I love throwing that question on you. Well, we do it because it's not spoken enough about in our society. And, and also... Yeah, we, we like to laugh, and we make uh, make it uh, a fun time for all. And in the process of doing this, we get to ma- meet really wild characters. And uh, today is a perfect example of that. <laughs> Why? We have Anthony Asante on the show, who is a male escort companion for you, women. You know, your sister called at the end of the interview, and I said, oh, "I was just, I was just having a an interview with them." A male prostitute. And she's just like, oh, what time do you want to have dinner? <laughs> yeah. It was like... Yeah, this is par for the course for us. She didn't even like go, it's what a- the fuck? She was like, oh, what time are we having dinner? Yeah. I mean, it's not really par for the course for us because we've never had a male escort companion on the show. We've had a mother and daughter who were both hookers at the same time on the show. He said gigolo is acceptable. He likes to go by male escort companion. But we get really into the nitty gritty. I mean, we throw him some rapid fire questions about what his life is like as a male escort. Well, I like this and it's so funny this is i this gives me such a chuckle when you ask them point blank for some tips on if you were to be a male escort what type would you be and if you'd be able to be a good one and he flat out said no well don't ruin the whole episode for them okay but uh that's 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 pretty obvious let's cut that out it's not even a spoiler Everyone would assume that I would not make a good male escort, so that's okay. Why do you why do you say people would assume for the that? same reason that uh, Anthony Asante talked to me for five minutes and and knew immediately my vibe? Yeah, he, <laughs> your vibe right now is one looking like an elf. Thank you. And I don't think it vibed with the way he described a male escort. I don't. I hate coffee. You know that? Why? You drink coffee four days in a row. Next thing you know, the fifth day, you're, you're fucked. You're addicted. If you don't have it. You feel like shit. You want to go hole up. You, I'm literally wearing warm clothes right now because I think my body's rejecting me. That's why I say you look like an elf. Thank you. But the, but the truth is I have now gone from one cup of coffee a day to like making that a one very large, yeah, almost like a thermos cup of coffee. This quote will really help explain who Anthony Asante is to our listeners. This is from his website, anthonyasante.com. Some men work to get pleasure from women. Bringing pleasure to women is my work. Ooh, 
Deep. Deepak Chopra. Well, it just... He really has um, a, a wonderful view about his job and how the services he provides. Not that different from the caregiver that takes care of my father and washes his genitals. And he gets off on it sometimes, he confides to me. Your father does? Yes, he does. He's 90 and enjoying his um, sponge bath. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> uh, well, I uh, before we jump into this episode... I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners for leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes. Woo-hoo! We love when you guys support us this way. So this one is from Around Tree One One Nine One, longtime listener, five stars. I listen to these two every day. These two are, Be- meaning us. Yes, they always cheer me up and make me smile. Thank you both so much for what you do. Normalizing conversations about sex, the openness. Can't thank you enough for the comedy and laughs. I'm here for it. You know, Five exclamation points. What was this uh, person's name? A round tree. A round tree. You nailed it. Every week, Cam turns to me and says, what's this show about, Moot? And why do we do it? And I sit there and stutter. And you just said it all right there in your one little it's to make you laugh and to open the conversation about sex. And well, thank you for acknowledging yeah, that around tree. I, I thank you very much for for just figuring it out on your own. We also have a new patron I want to thank. Oh, I love new patrons. What is Patreon, Cam? Patreon is an online community where you guys will actually gain access to a conversation thread with us. We go back and forth. We also, this is the best part, provide bonus Patreon episodes there with some of our guests. So we'll get on the mic after after the an interview and talk for an additional ten to fifteen minutes when everyone is like having fun and open, and we'll just post that on a separate patron only stream that you can download to your phones uh, called Sex Talk with My Patrons. For for example, Ginny uh, Hogan. Yeah, we we had a great time with her. We talked a lot about pegging in that bonus episode. And so I wanted to thank our newest patron, Ray. Thank you so much for becoming a patron. And uh, to anyone else who wants to join the party, it's patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. It's not free, but you can donate a certain any, any type of amount that works with your budget. Perfect. All right. Uh, on that note, mother. Oh, are you ready? I'm ready for this, this uh, wild ride that we take into the male escort world. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the male escorties. All right, so it's gotten to the point now where you just repeat the (laughs) word that's in the title of this episode and then (laughs) add ease at the end of it. That's okay. Yeah. It's better than not rhyming. Anthony Asante, welcome to the show. We're very excited. Our first male escort. Uh, We've never had one before, believe it or not. (laughs) In all these years, who who would have thunk it? We've had a mother and daughter who consider themselves hookers, have worked at a brothel. And we've had a lot of, we've had male I porn stars. I heard that one, yes. But, but, but never a male escort. I heard someone else do. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, I'm happy, I'm happy to be your first. Thank and, you. Yeah, we're breaking uh, the virginity here. You're is, no longer virgins. So. <laughs> no, no longer virgins at all. Uh, is a, is male escort your preferred title? Or do you, you know, I've also heard the term gigolo, male prostitute. Are any of these, like, are they inappropriate? What What's the v- verbiage here? My preference is to uh, be called a male companion for women. Oh, cool. But most people would usually scratch their head and say, well, you know, what is that? So I started using the term male escort companion. 
because my because my father has gigolo a, is fine i said my father has a female companion but she's there to help him like you know, <laughs> she's a caregiver she, who actually who he loves more than he loves me so <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they're about the same <laughs> well well part of what i do um is uh caregiving um it's a very compassionate uh, it's a very warm and open uh, profession, uh, and it goes much, much further than what people, what normally comes to most people's minds. So let's chat about. Let's dive in. Well, let's. Can we start at the beginning? Like, how old are you? We can't see you because we're doing this via uh, phone. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just turned forty-four yesterday. Oh, happy birthday! Yeah, Thank you for right. celebrating That's with us. Cool. Thank you. And <laughs> how long have you been a male escort companion for women? I started in 2011. At some point, you woke up when you were 35 or 36, and you were like, you know what? I'm so good at this. I probably can do this for, for, for pay. Or how did you find out about it or come to the idea that this would be a good profession okay. for you? All right. Let's go there. I was in law school. I was in my second year of law school, and I was at the law library. I met a woman there, and we had a pretty good conversation. And we had a connection. She asked me out for dinner, and um, she was a lawyer. Okay, uh, was a she a little bit older firm. than you? I don't remember exactly how old she was, but I got the impression that she was older. She was at the top of her game, very beautiful, very intelligent. And, of course, she was very successful, and those were, I hate to say it, but in terms of her romantic life, uh, many guys were intimidated by her. Oh, interesting. So she wasn't having very much fun in her romantic life. And so she asked me out to dinner. We went out and had a great time. And um, she made me an indecent proposal. Now, I thought that she was going to um, ask me to spend the night. But instead, she asked me to provide some, uh, some joy, some pleasure, and some excitement to her life. In other words, she wanted to have sex with you and, and she's willing to pay you? Actually, what I found with her and every other woman I've been with, what clients are looking for runs really much deeper than sex. They're looking for a masculine man that can take control of a situation and lead them into an amazing experience in as well as outside of the bedroom. But are you doing this um, for free or is there a monetary transaction going on? Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Uh, that, okay, well, we are real. We are being real. And um, uh, of course, like it does cost. I avail myself of my time and my companionship. And that comes with a price just like any other relationship. What made this different than any other like woman that was hitting on you? How did you know there was going to be some sort of like a transactional element to this? If she had just offered just the night, I would have done it. I mean, I'm a man. I like women holding and touching and being with women. But that is not what she wanted. Um, she wanted something else. And just like most of my clients, they, well, really all of them, they want something else. They want the companionship. It's, it's, no, it's not they, like... They, is it a power dynamic by, by being someone that... In other words, if they're paying you, do they feel like no, they have more no. control? For the most part, they want a masculine man 
like me. And uh, <laughs> they want to feel they want to feel connected with one. So, Anthony, if I wanted to become a male escort, how what would you first recommend for me? Yeah, Cam needs to know have some training in doing this. Really, it's not for everyone. Everyone can't do it. Um, there are some requirements, but. Would I you would say first, you've seen me my, on a, my, you've you've seen our podcast? Would you say I'm a qualified candidate? <laughs> no, Cam. <laughs> not, not for my clientele. I, I really would. What What do you think is the biggest hindrance? Does this have to do with penis size? What does this have to do with? They definitely don't qualify in that category. <laughs> um, it's it's really about one's vibe. Yeah. So, what do you think it is about my vibe? How would you describe my vibe? And <laughs> Honestly, you could be completely honest. I take zero offense. I actually am quite interested. No problem. No problem. Um, you seem a little um, uh, too excitable. Oh, it's, <laughs> and, it's, and, it's accurate. And um, Are you talking about my premature ejaculation or just a personality <laughs> type thing? No, no. I, I'm talking about your, your personality. <laughs> and, and then what I've, what I've heard uh, in your voice is that, uh, and, and even in your vibe is that you spill over too much into the feminine category. Now I am all for maintaining a balance. Mm-hmm. I'm working on balancing out my feminine and masculine. That is one of my challenges in life as a human being, uh, as well as as providing companionship of the mm-hmm. more the more loving and caring and kind and generous that I can be it will make me a better human being and a better companion so what what in particular what what gives you the the feminine vibe for me I, I can't point to any particular thing that you've said is it that I talk uh, about sex with my mother on a weekly basis <laughs> no it has nothing to do with it is it, is it is it that he talks about um, his anxieties on a weekly basis? I I think that goes more to his easy his being you know excitable um, yeah uh, very easily. What about but his? No, what about being a clown? That, that All right, well, then, I don't need you to keep giving some offering. You know, if he, <laughs> it was it, just a vibe he's getting. Is because because he's a he mimes. He's a mime and he's a clown. Is so it, I want to know if you have any. So say I want to get more in touch with my masculine side. How, what would you recommend? Um, or am I a helpless are, case? <laughs> I, I don't think that any man is a helpless is a helpless case. Um, <laughs> we can all improve. Uh, and and being better men, we can improve in being better uh, women. We can improve in being better humans. So, do you happen to have any tips yourself that that I just like quick fixes? Quick fixes. Why is that so no. fucking funny? No. What kind of quick fix do you want? I'm just, just looking for a little quick fix if we get some more masculinity going on here. What about like it should Cam get uh, more into like the S and M scene or something? Maybe become more dominant. I don't. I don't think that. Yeah. Um. I don't think that would do it. Yeah. That would not work. It, yeah. it has. It has. It has. It has to be something that comes from inside. Mm. It can't be from something that you that you're that you're doing. Although a lot of times that helps. Is there? Is this something that you've had your whole life, or is this something that? Uh, you know, you've, you've cultivated, uh, both. I had the seeds for, uh, and, uh, when I became a companion, I know I had to up my game. 
Do you, physically, do you have, I, we yeah, haven't I, seen what you look like. So physically, do you think that you, you strike as a very manly guy, like from a physical standpoint? I do, but you know, I'm not a very, I'm a, I'm a very slender type guy, but when you see my facial features, and you're more very, so you're very place. chiseled. You're very cut. So do you work yes, out a lot? Yes. Every day. And hypothetically speaking, if I wanted to become a male escort companion, I would probably need to get in shape. Yes, you would. You have to bulk up, baby. And I'll tell you how I do it. With Open Fit. Open Fit is fantastic. And it's I, a super simple streaming service. It sounds like a lot of S's, but it's true. It's, it's basically a library of videos with awesome workouts. They're kind of divided into four categories. One is Extend Bar. One is Tough Mudder, which is like intense training. Don't forget my favorite yoga. What I love is 600 seconds, which are 10-minute classes that I can just squeeze into my day. See, what's nice about it is that a lot of times I'm traveling, and even when I'm not traveling, if it's bad weather, I don't want to go out to work out. You can do it in the confines of your home with your iPad. I put it on your... my TV, my big TV. I yeah, you pull out my yoga Roku. mat. It's awesome. You can use it anywhere. It's very easy to use. They have awesome classes with pro trainers. It definitely makes you work out more. So right now, during this Open Fit 30-Day Challenge... You special, lovely listener can get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text sex talk to 303030. That's sex talk, one word, to 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. You gotta love it. Love it. Do you have any tips for someone aspiring to uh, become a male escort? Sure. Uh, literally and figuratively, she comes first. Mm. Okay. Love that. That's the first one. <laughs> That's my motto. Secondly, you should do your research in this business. No one is going to teach you how to compete with them because it's a very competitive business. At least they're not going to teach you for free. When, uh, every when you guy, say competitive, lots, you're, are you vying for the same clients as other male escorts? Sometimes because clients do shop around sometimes. Oh, if I wanted to do research, where do I go? Uh, they have this little thing called the Google. And <laughs> but do, what what in particular? You just, would you I pop in some words and you'll get a... <laughs> Do I like how to become a male escort? You can start there. But really, um, some, you'll find, I, I would first find out some of the characteristics of a good male escort. More often than not, a guy is just wanting to get into it just to make some money or to have sex with a lot of women. And they never succeed in this business. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if that's what your focus is, getting something from women, no. So how important is penis size to the women that you've been with? I don't know how important it is to uh, many women. Fair I've enough. never had an issue with that. I've never had to contend with it. Okay. So we always ask the same question to our guests, and that is, have you ever walked in on a parent having sex, or has a parent walked in on you? No. No, I didn't on both counts? Sexual until I, correct. I didn't become sexual until I was already out of the house. Ah. I think I had my first sexual experience at 18. I, I would love to get into the, the nitty-gritty of like what your job actually looks like, yeah, if like, you will. How would you describe your average client? Would you say she's a certain age or a certain... A type yeah. of profession. And are they all women? They're only women. Um, technically, you can say that that the man is the client when he wants me to see his wife or girlfriend. Mm. 
and and he contacts me and and he takes care of the all of the details and the arrangement. I always emphasize that there's no touching, there's no intimacy, physical intimacy between me and the guy. Yeah, you're pretty and, heterosexual um, in that respect. It, so what what are the women that's, like? That's where we are. The only characteristics that I can really say is that most are making, you know, all day long decisions that in some cases with doctors, they are their life and death. Uh, the ones that run businesses and corporations, when they see me, <laughs> they want me to take control and make the decision. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I would have thought. Like, they're powerful women. Have you ever seen the show Hung? It was about exactly what you do. I watched the show, and that guy would not make it in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I he love just, that show. He, Don't burst he, my bubble. He, he has too much stuff going on in his own head <laughs> to, to actually concentrate on the client that he has in front of. Do you work with other male escorts or are you your own business? I'm an independent. I've been one ever since the beginning. Do you have a pimp? No. Have you ever felt like you were in danger? No. And have you ever paid for sex? I I did uh, when I was much, much younger. Have you ever had a circumstance where there was a, a jealous husband that came after you? That has never happened to me. And I don't... And uh, with my conversations with other uh, uh, high-end male escort companions, it's never happened. Have, have you ever developed That's feel- only in the movies. <laughs> have you ever developed feelings for a client? Well, I have feelings for every client. You, they're paying you for a certain time frame or whatever, and have you ever felt like, I really want to see this person more? Uh, no. We all know that this is a uh, escort-client relationship. Have you ever been completely like turned off by a client, like bad odor or just not attractive to you that you felt like you couldn't perform? Uh, no. What percentage of cases does it lead to a sexual interaction? 99.9% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in person. If we are if we are in person. Now, uh, I've, I've actually gone on adventures where I've just cooked for the client. Do, do you get a picture of the client ahead of time? Do you get to see a picture of her before you no. meet her? So what happens no, if you're not physically no. attracted to her? It's never happened. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know what would happen. I mean, I don't know what I would do. Anthony, I can't imagine with all these years you've been doing this, it's never a time that you're like completely like, I can't do this. She looks like my second grade teacher. She's, she's, I'm so unattracted to her. It, it has second to, grade teacher. somebody that totally makes you sick. I mean, it, or, you know, it's something that totally turns you off. There's never been that, that situation for you. I've never had that situation. Okay. What, what, what is the average age of your clients, by the way? I would say somewhere around 47 hmm. is the average. That's pretty specific. I've had some that were younger. I've had some that were um, uh, much older. How, is it, how old was the oldest? Just that, uh, what, how, what do you think the oldest uh, client you ever? I, I, I think she was somewhere between 70 and 75. Is it legal what you're doing? Sure. And it's legal because I'm offering companionship. I'm offering my time. I see. Sure. Anything that happens between consenting adults is legal. Is their business. Is legal. Yeah, sure. Hey, what's the freakiest thing you were ever asked to do? No comment on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. What what all right, how about forget freaky? How about just crazy? 
I don't get crazy requests. All right. No fun, Anthony. Do you, no. do you, does your family know about what you do? Uh, they do. And and how do they feel about it? They are understandably concerned, but they are supportive. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I told my mother about three or four years ago, I said I was a male escort. And um, her first question was, for men or women? Oh. I didn't even know that she knew enough to act. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good follow-up. I thought she was going to say, what happened to law school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do, do all your clients come CUM? Um, I've never been with a woman that didn't. Whoa. All, and, and, and to follow up even, even further, well, maybe not all women, but at least the women that I've been with are multi-orgasmic. What what about diseases? Are you concerned at all? STDs. Okay. All right. Uh, if you practice safe sex, it's no more. What I do is no more um, dangerous than uh, uh, my having sex with a woman that I meet, or you having sex, Cam. Yeah. With, I mean, or anyone having sex with someone they met at a bar or a restaurant. Of yeah, I, I'm scared well, with so it, it's no more. I'm scared of it to begin with for that reason. So I, I think this would be a very challenging career for me. I mean, do you wear condoms where, with all your um, clients? Yes, yes. That's part of safe sex. And how regularly do you, do you get tested or do your clients get tested? I get tested every three months. If people wanted to find your work and your services, how do they find you? They can initially contact me vis-a-vis my website. It's anthonyasanti.com if you go to my booking page uh, you can schedule some time with me if you have questions um, you can go to my contact page other than that you can find me on all the relevant social media do, they, do they get a discount if they, they mention sex talk with my mom <laughs> no they don't <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show yeah Thank you for having me. This has been a lot of fun. I never knew the world existed. And thank you for being so honest and telling us all your little secrets and the tricks of the trade. And you seem like you really care about your clients. And that seems to be the most important factor here. You know, it's, it, it, it really is a compassionate and caring uh, business. A lot of people just sort of dismiss it. They say, well, you know, if it's for money, it's not for real. And I think that's complete, you know, BS. When in fact, they have other financial uh, a transactional relationships with other professionals in their lives, such as doctors and lawyers and CPAs. And they are even the person they meet at their, their, uh, even the bartender. And they don't say, well, it's not real because of, you know, there's money involved. Most people, I don't have a problem when I go to a restaurant and I get good service and good food for paying. They don't, you know, I don't complain about the bill. So no one should complain about you getting paid for what you what, do. What, my final question is, what is the greatest challenge for a male escort companion? It's really about you seeing what's inside of you and challenging the crap that's inside of you that prevents you from being the most loving, the most caring, the most kind. That's very sweet. Uh, the most the most sens- uh, sensitive um, a man that you can be. And at the same time, not being a pushover or, or bending to uh, the will of others. Yeah. 
I love this. Me too. Thank you so much. Thank you, Anthony. You're very welcome. Thank you. And we're continuing on by recommending our favorite sex-positive podcasts. This one also belongs to the Pleasure Podcast Collective. It's Sluts and Scholars. You've heard them on the show. It's hosted by sexologist Nicoletta Heidegger, one of my favorite people in the world, along with her friend, who I also love, Simone. She's a law student and abortion rights activist and overall funny person. They talk smart and fuck smarter. They have the best guests, and you will enjoy this show. Check out this trailer. I'm Nicoletta. And I'm Simone. And together, we're Sluts and Scholars. Every Thursday, we drop a new episode and probably your pants. Our guests range from Nina Hartley to exes and Dita Von Teese to sexual trauma therapists. So join us weekly to talk smart and fuck smarter.